0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Tuesday, September the 15th, Is We come off yet another disappointing day, afternoon, evening of Phillies baseball as this season is legitimately starting to slip away. You know, that's where we're at. This Phillies team is back at 500. After all the good they did, after the 10 of 11, the two separate five-game winning streaks that hadn't happened in so long, the positivity surrounding the team, it's all gone. (laughs) It's just all gone. It is. They lose 5 of 7 in Miami against the Marlins. The Marlins continue to be this team's kryptonite. I don't know what it is. Look, the Marlins are are a better roster than I think a lot of people thought. And going out and trading for Starling Marte was a a great move that really improved them by leaps and bounds, bringing up a guy like Sixto Sanchez, who looks like a generational talent, certainly improves them as well. Um, But the Phillies are a more talented team. The Phillies were brimming with confidence, and I know some injuries have hit. We'll get into that, and that is a... Another major issue that is, again, kind of um, making this season uh, in a lot more peril than than I think you know we thought it was going to be in for sure. Um, But you you just can't go lose five of seven in the Marlins, and then particularly yesterday to show so little fight, so little want to. It appeared. In a, you know, not must-win game, but borderline must-win. I mean, you you go from potentially being a half game up on the Marlins to being a game and a half back. There are not many games left to play. Um, It was just a a really disastrous performance. Six of two loss, just handled, handled. At no point did it feel like the Phillies were really going to win the game. You know, um, really just uh, you felt like they didn't show up. Uh, You know, they get out to an early lead. Andrew McCutcheon leads off the game, bombed the center field, smokes it. You're like, thank goodness, let's win this game. Get out of here with a lead on the Marlins and forget that we lost this series in the season series of the Marlins. But, oh, no, the Marlins would then score six unanswered runs. Over the next five innings, six innings, excuse me, scoring one in the second, one in the third, uh, two in the third, one in the fourth, one in the sixth, one in the seventh. Scott Kingery adds a homer in the eighth to uh, make it 6-2 and look nice to see Kingery homer. Uh, Velasquez stunk three and two thirds, four innings, uh, four earned, I mean, just, you know, a classic Vinny performance. Um, The bats unable to get anything going, four hits total. Um, Two of them were the home runs, McCutchen and Kingery. And the bats, of course, unable to get anything going on Sunday. And the doubleheader scored two runs total, one in each game. Um, Just a lifeless kind of showing from a Phillies team that is fighting for the playoffs, right? I mean, fighting those Marlins for the playoffs, And just came up so incredibly small in the biggest series of the season. Again, against a team that you would think they would have some serious motivation to go up against. Beat them 2-3 to start the season. Gave them so many gut-wrenching losses last season. Won the season series against them last season. Then, you know, just, um, again, just a real poor effort in Miami. Um, Again, after... seeming like the Phillies had turned a corner as a baseball team. And look, we've talked a lot about it, and it is still true that, as we know, they are not a true, real-deal, legitimate contender with the bullpen they have. It just won't happen. It can't happen. That bullpen is too bad. It is historically bad. It is an awful, horrendous unit that you can't win with. And the shame of it is that they went out and made trades to add to that horrendous unit, and that unit is still absolutely horrendous so um you know you're not going to win anything serious with that bullpen but at least it felt like the other parts of the team were clicking it felt like this offense was going to show up consistently night to night it felt like the starters were going to be good enough most of the time and man zach wheeler can't put his freaking pants on and and then everything else falls apart um, again we'll get to the injuries but reese hoskins On the IL, J.T. Romito, day-to-day, Spencer Howard, very likely done for the season on the IL. I mean, it is, again, the season's in peril right now. This team's 500. This team's in danger of not even making the playoffs. We were talking about how good they could be in the playoffs. We were talking about threatening the Braves for the National League East. That's all gone. Way gone. They're not winning the NL East. Right now, it looks like they're not even coming in second in the NL East. It looks like they're going to finish behind the Miami freaking Marlins. I mean, come on. It is brutal. It is a brutal showing from a Phillies team that has shown us they are more talented than they're playing. And look, again, I know we've mentioned them, but the injuries are a big deal. I'm not trying to say that you know losing Reese Hoskins doesn't hurt. I mean, Reese Hoskins has been the best hitter on this team for the last month. He's been the best hitter on the team. He's been the guy you can count on the most. And obviously, we all know, started the season making us nervous. Looked like the guy who was so lost last year. Still getting on base. Still walking. But just looked like he wasn't comfortable with the plate. The timing was off, whatever. And then all of a sudden it clicked. And he's been Awesome. He's been so good for this team, and losing him is a big deal. It's not something that they can just snap their fingers and everything's fine. Like, it's not. It's it's a bad loss. And look, they're not ruling him out for the season, but he's on the 10-day IL, and there's only like, what, like 11 days left in the season as it is. I mean, obviously you want him back in the playoffs, whatever, but It's a forearm injury. I mean, that's tough. I mean, he's got to hit. He's got to be a hitter. His value comes from hitting. He's got to be able to throw and all that stuff. I mean, this is bad. It's a bad situation. I would be surprised if they get anything meaningful again from Reeves, even if he comes back. He's, As we know, a timing guy is going to get back in it, and, and the shame of it that he's been on this extended groove, really locked in at the plate again. The best hitter on the team. And and it's a shame. So, you know, you add that to the fact JT Romito's day-to-day. So who knows when he'll be back. You hope it's soon. They, they desperately need him and his leadership out there. I mean, this team looks, again, lifeless, listless over the past seven-game series in Miami. And, again, they had two outbursts. The two games they won, they scored 23 runs combined. And then the offense was asleep for the rest of it. They lost five games where they scored three runs, one run, one run, two runs, two runs. You know, just a a bad showing. Again, after an offense that has proven to be so consistent, again, then it can also prove to show up for 23 runs in two games. And now losing... Reese really hampers the the ability to compete at the same level. Not having JT out there has been a big deal. I mean, that guy's their leader. Him and Bryce, I mean, that's a killer and Bryce. I mean, man, I I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if he's beat up or or if there's something going on. I mean, he just, you know, he had that one good game over the weekend in Miami, but he has not been the same guy as he was the first 3 weeks of the season, month of the season. I mean, it's been it's been rough. It's been rough for Bryce. He's been on a prolonged cold stretch. He has looked out of it. You know, he has not had that same energy, that same, you know, Bryce Harper's joie de vie, as it were. Um, we haven't seen that. He's looked beat up. You know, he's looked like the the struggles are starting to get to him. We had that Play uh, where he didn't run out the ball recently. Um, you know he just hasn't been the same guy. You know uh, the one thing that since Bryce Harper has gotten here, the hallmark of Bryce Harper being here has been his ability to whether he's hitting or not, whether he's locked in or not, to always bring it from a energy, from an effort level on both sides of the ball, defensively, offensively. He is a hundred percent always locked into the game. We haven't seen that over the last three weeks or a month. Like we haven't. He's made some boneheaded plays in the field where you know again the not disinterested isn't the right word, but certainly not a hundred percent focused. The base running issue. Uh, you know, not running it out, not showing that full ever, not showing that same sort of fire and excitement and fun. Like it doesn't look like Bryce Harper's having any fun out there. And. I mean, that's a major issue. And if this lineup doesn't have Reese Hoskins, if JT's banged up and maybe out there, maybe not, and if he is out there, maybe he's not 100%, and Bryce Harper is in this funk, I mean, you're in a lot of trouble, you know? This offense has relied on those three guys to an inordinate level this season. I mean, and and look, Andrew McCutcheon has been awesome. He has been a, a real. It has been a breath of fresh air watching him over the last month plus once since uh, he finally kind of got his timing back and and you know started to look like the Andrew McCutchen of old. He's been a pleasure to have on the Philadelphia Phillies. It's really been a joy watching McCutcheon. But um, and look, Alec Bohm is a a star. I mean, that guy. You know, if you want to get excited about something right now with the Philadelphia Phillies, get a, get excited about Alec Boehm and the next decade of that guy here in the city, hopefully. I mean, he's a real deal, true blue savant hitter. I mean, he is is real. He is as good as advertised, better than advertised. To do what he's doing at 24 at the major league level, to come up and um, hit so consistently with such authority and to be so cool and calm in pressure situations and and uh, do what he's done with runners on base i mean al Bohm is is as real deal as it gets and that is awesome and exciting and and important for this team down the stretch here but man you know even with those bright spots and you know segura's been better lately and you know um hazley had a couple good games of the weekend and whatever you know all that is nice but man you're missing those big guys if they're not Either there, in the case of Ree- reason JT, or or there in a in a uh, less literal sense in Bryce Harper, um, it's really going to hamper this team's ability to to do anything. And again, I I can't emphasize enough how much this this whole thing is in peril right now. I mean, they're on the cusp of making the playoffs right now. I mean, they're out of that second place spot in the National League East. They're fighting for the seventh and eighth spots, and and it's um it's not ideal. And when you look at this team, you know you you thought that when when things were going well there, you thought that all right with with Nolan Wheeler at the top, we got a real chance, and that is true with those guys at the top, um, and Nola, you know, just coming off an outstanding, quote unquote, complete game of seven inning one, um, but he's been great, you know, almost was no hitting him, um, left ten strikeouts was awesome, um, three hits allowed in the end, um, and you know Zach Wheeler, freaking hurts his finger putting his pants on. And, he, and, like, you don't realize how important having Zach Wheeler is that stopper, one of those two stoppers in the rotation is, or you do realize, but, you know, it's it's amplified when he's out. And, and we see it, that bullpen game was a disaster. Um, So, you, you know, but even still, if Wheeler's back and if Wheeler's okay, I mean, Wheeler knows good. But um, if this offense isn't going to be elite like it was before and isn't going to be able to not just, you know, put up runs on a night-to-night basis, but manufacture them in the same way and have so many consistent tough outs and all that type of stuff, you can couple that with, again, a a historically bad bullpen that hasn't gotten better. It hasn't gotten better. Uh, We went out and traded prospects and straight under the luxury tax and all that stuff for Brandon Workman and Heath Henry and David Phelps and David Hale, and they all stink. They all stink. David Hale's been the best one of them, and he's the, the, the one we all thought was the worst. He was the one who was DFA before he came here. I mean, for Brandon Workman, David Phelps, and look, Heath Embry is just not good. And, and you know, you asked any Red Sox fan when we made that trade, um, they would have told you, don't get excited about Heath Embry. But Workman, they would have said was good, and David Phelps was good in Milwaukee, and now these guys stink. These guys can't get out. It's unbelievable. They go from being major league quality relievers to to little league relievers. It's stunning. I mean, David Phelps, yet again, that guy couldn't get an out if you spotted him two strikes. It's unreal. I feel like he gives up a home run every single time he comes into a game. It's crazy. And look, you know, you have to criticize. The, the group running the team for that. You know, organizationally, you have to criticize them. They did, made the decision to come into the season with this bullpen saying, it'll be okay when you have a playoff caliber team in every other facet. Again, it's not the best starting rotation in baseball. We know that. But can you get to the playoffs with that starting rotation? You're damn right you can. Can you get to the playoffs with that lineup? Absolutely you can. Can you get to the playoffs with this bullpen? Can you compete in the playoffs with this bullpen? No, you can't. And they came into the season with it. They counted on Sir Anthony Dominguez giving them something which was stupid. And we knew it, and we said it. We said he's not going to do anything. He's going to have an issue. The rehab never works. And they counted all these guys, and they thought it would be okay. And it turned out, guess what? It's not okay. It's not working. It's not going to work. And then they went out to make trades to fix it. And the guys they brought in stink just as bad. It is a disastrous job of roster management here. And again, it's, it's it's really a shame. Because this team otherwise was good enough to be a playoff team. And look, they still might make the playoffs, though. Again, I mean, I don't think I can hammer this home enough. Like... It is not a lock anymore. Like It felt like they were a lock to make the playoffs. That's over. They are not a lock to make the playoffs. I mean, right now they're sitting at 23-23. and 23. They're a game and a half back in the Marlins. They are currently in the playoffs, but only a game up on the Cardinals, a game up on the Giants. The Cardinals are in the playoffs anyway because they're the number two seed there, but they're a game up on the Giants. They are game and a half up on Milwaukee, two games up on... Colorado, they are uh, two and a half up on the Mets, so they are in a playoff spot right now, and and they're solid somewhat, only because of how horrendous the other teams in the National League are right now. But it is by no means a sure thing. It is by no means a lock. If this team doesn't turn around, they're going to miss the playoffs. And the way the lineup is right now, without reason, if JT can't come back soon, they're in trouble. This team's not in good shape. They need something to turn around quickly. They need Zach Wheeler back. Hopefully he will be back for this series against the Mets, is what Girardi said. We will see. They need Zach Wheeler back. They need a stopper. Spencer Howard to the IL hurts. Vincent Velasquez is not a good enough pitcher to have in rotation. We know that. And, again, this bullpen, it just keeps coming back to it. It is the thing that sucks the life and the excitement out of this season, out of this team, out of any hope you have for them, is that you keep coming back to this pen. And, again, look, so so the schedule, the way the schedule shakes out as we head into this stretch run of the season, again, 46 games done. So the Phillies have 13 games left this season. That's it. Excuse me, 14 games left this season. That's it. And it shakes out with three at home against the Mets here. Tonight, 7.05. Tomorrow, 7.05. Thursday, 7.05. Then a four-game series against Toronto here 4:05 on Friday, then three weekend games. Then they have four in Washington and three in Tampa. That's it. Season over. And guess what? Four against Toronto is tough. They're a playoff team. Three against Tampa at the end of the season. Assuming Tampa has a reason to play for those games is what you're hoping they don't. Because Tampa's one of the best teams in baseball with one of the best records in baseball. They're awesome. And look, the Mets are three-and-a-half back of the Phillies. They're not far. Like, excuse me, two-and-a-half back of the Phillies. Even closer. Like, if the Mets sweep the Phillies here, they're ahead of them. They're in a playoff spot. You know what I mean? That's what the Mets are thinking right now. And you got three against the Mets here. And look, it's not like you handled the Mets. You split two of four last time you played them, but it was tough. You lost that one fourteen to one and it was not a good game. And again, Toronto's been playing really good baseball, and the injuries are a big deal. I mean, Reese Hoskins that is a tough loss. It just is. I mean, Hoskins has been so important for this team. He has been the guy you could count on, which is so crazy to think about where we were and where we're at. That we somehow got to the point in the season where Reese Hoskins was the guy you couldn't lose. And now he's out for sure. JT still on the side. I mean, it's a um it is a nerve-wracking spot right now for the Phillies. It's a nerve-wracking spot in the sense that they could actually miss the playoffs with the way this is kind of breaking out. It's not an easy schedule. The Nationals games are the only ones that on the schedule look easy, and the Phillies have handled this year. But, man, the Mets, tough. I mean, not the toughest, but tough. Toronto, tough. Tampa Bay, tough. Of the Phillies' last 14 games... 10 of them are tough. And look, the Nats, you never know, right? I mean, they're the Nats. They're still the defending World Series champs, even if they're not going to be able to back that up in the playoffs this year. And there's still someone who I'm sure would like to end the Philly season if they could. So the playoffs are not a, a, a no doubt thing anymore. It felt like they were. I mean, remember when we are like, oh, 89% chance of making the playoffs? It's less now. And again, I still think they get there mostly because of the ineptitude behind them, trying to catch them. But, man, they better start winning some games. Five of seven in Miami in the most important series of the season is is a mess. I mean, that's an embarrassing showing. They should be embarrassed. We're going to see what kind of metal they're made of. And, look, Joe Girardi's got to step up here. I've given him a lot of credit. I thought, for the most part, he's done a nice job this year up until the last week. Uh, You know, I thought he did a great job. Not working guys too hard early in the season with the starters and seeing how many injuries were on baseball and how many last the Phillies had. I thought that was great. And I think for the most part, especially during that streak, you really had guys believing they've manufactured runs. They've run the bases hard. They're stealing bases. Um, They're, you know, I I think they're playing a a good brand of baseball. Uh, They were, excuse me, playing a good brand of baseball. And I give Girardi credit for that. But, oh, man, has – The last week been tough and Girardi, they are not playing hard for him right now. Not in the same way they were, you know, and I don't know if, if there's a lack of belief there now, but, um, it doesn't look like the same team that we saw in that 10 of 11. It really doesn't. And they need to turn it around right now. There is no more time for this tailspin. You know, it either gets righted or they miss the playoffs, or if they do, they limp in as the 8th seed and get smoked by the Dodgers. I mean, those are the two outcomes if they don't turn this around quickly. And again, the the it's not like uh, it's as simple as before because they got injuries. They got problems. Again, the bullpen has reverted yet again. It is uh, not a, a no-doubt-about-it-this-is-an-easy-fix type of thing. This is going to be tough. They need to fight. They need to win some games. They need to take advantage of the good performances they get. Zach Eflin needs to step up and give us a couple good starts here to end, end out the season here. Big time. Nola has to be Nola. Zach Wheeler, get back on the field. What the hell are you doing? Learn how to put a pair of pants on, please. It should not be that hard to put on a pair of pants without ripping a fingernail off or whatever the hell happened. Zach, we need you, buddy. We need you. And look, some guys are going to have to step up. Guys are more bad. So Kingery, the homer yesterday, I mean, that was nice to see a meaningless homer, but, hey, maybe Kingery's healthy and maybe he can give you something over the the last stretch of the season, especially without Reeves. You need someone to step up. The Phillies are going to need some people to step up. They need Bryce to bring it something for the last two weeks of the season because, again, um, it's in peril. That's where we're at. The Phillies season is in peril, and they need to turn around right now. So, Fingers crossed, right, as they get back at it tonight against the Mets. And, uh, of course, who wouldn't you want on the Hill more? Uh, with the season on the line, uh, I feel like yet again somehow we sit in this situation uh, with uh, the Phillies playing a game with their season essentially on the line, and I have to look to Jake Arrieta to save it. Jake Arrieta versus Rick Porcello, so fingers crossed, Jake. Please, last outing was okay. The one before that was good against the Mets. He had a good outing against the Mets. Let's see if he can recreate it. Either way, we'll be back to talk about it tomorrow until then. Thank you for listening, and uh, stay safe, stay healthy. And again, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.